0: You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. My name is Randall, the lead pastor here of Anchor Church. And some time ago, we wanted to create space in our worship gatherings monthly so we could gather together and we could have an extended time of singing, which we're enjoying tonight as uh, Josue and Kathleen are leading us in worship And as we enter in with songs of praise to our God and also that we would have an extended time of prayer in these gatherings as well. And so understanding that worship is much more than singing, we didn't call this a worship night, but simply a music and prayer night. And we're glad that you have joined us. Maybe it's daytime where you are uh, watching us from, but uh, we are glad, so glad that you are with us this evening. Tonight, we continue our journey praying through the book of Acts. It's the early church. It's the start of a movement that literally was a revolution that went around the world over centuries and is still today uh, globally going around the nations and and impacting literally millions of people each day. But it started in the book of Acts. Acts. And I believe that we can learn a lot about prayer by looking at the models that we see uh, from the book of Acts. And tonight, we're going to drop into um, Acts chapter 3, and uh, it really contains really one of the shortest but most powerful prayers in all of the Bible. Let's read about it. Acts chapter 3, verse 1. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. What an amazing story, right? We can learn, I believe, from this story In terms of our prayer life, both as uh, in a community setting, but also in our daily prayer life as we follow Jesus Christ with our lives. The first thing that I believe we can learn from this this encounter of uh, these two disciples with this man, lame, sitting at the gate, beautiful, the first thing I believe we can learn is this, to step into the moment of opportunity, Do not hesitate. Now this was an ordinary day as it would seem for Peter and John. You see, they were accustomed to going to the temple uh, to pray at three in the afternoon. We learn in just the previous chapter, Acts chapter 2, verses 42 to 47, that uh, they would meet in the temple to pray. And so Peter and John are practicing uh, this uh, this discipline of prayer three o'clock in the afternoon an ordinary day, but then they see a man in need. But greater than that, they saw an opportunity for God to change his life, and they stepped into it. They didn't walk by, they didn't just give him a token offering or donation, but they they sensed that God had something greater for this man you know, every day we have opportunities. We have conversations with friends, with family, with work associates, co-workers in, a, in the workplace that we, just in a moment, we could seize an opportunity. And we're going we're to show you really from this story how to step into that moment We're gonna be practicing stepping into the moment actually in just a few minutes as we pray together. The second thing that I feel like we can learn from this story is this, have absolute faith that God can meet the need. There was no doubt when Peter prayed. He prayed with a full assurance, the supreme confidence in the power of God. You know doubt will give us pause. Doubt will keep us from stepping into that moment. And maybe it's because we prayed before and we haven't maybe seen God answer a prayer like we would have liked for him to have asked. And, and there could be a variety of reasons why we would not exercise faith. Maybe even the practice of faith is new to you. Maybe your journey with Christ is, uh, is relatively new you're a young christian and you haven't had this experience before of having that opportunity and so what they do is they they really exercise their faith in a very strategic significant way you know doubt will make our faith unstable we see this in james 1 verse 6 the half brother of jesus james Admonish us to do this. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. We saw that just recently with uh, the hurricane that came through uh, the southern part of the U.S. We saw the wind blowing. We saw the waves being tossed. This is what James is saying. This is what it's like in the life of faith if you have doubt. You're like the, the wind that tosses the waves Uh, here and there that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do you know the lame had uh, this lame man had perhaps heard about Jesus and maybe he had minuscule faith or maybe no faith there's no record of him having faith but as the faith of The followers of christ was put into action his life was changed and you know i just think about that scenario maybe uh this man that needed healing maybe he had heard about jesus but as uh the team just led us in what he experienced in real life as that jesus christ is bigger than he thought he could be the fact that he could raise him as strength was coming into his feet and his ankles and his legs, and he sprung up and just wasn't limping along, but he was running and, and leaping and and just his life was rocked in such a dramatic way because two men had faith, supreme faith in what Jesus could do. And then we learned third to simply pray in the name of Jesus. And this is something that I feel is simple yet sometimes overlooked. There's a common theme in the New Testament church of praying in the name of Jesus. It's a new way to pray. It's not how they prayed in the Old Testament. But Jesus came and changed everything. And so we are to pray in his name, the name above all names, the name that every knee will bow to, The name that every tongue will confess. The name that will declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. That is the name in which we pray. We pray to the living God in the name of Jesus. Simple, but a very important inclusion as we pray. And fourth and finally, to state what you need from God in a few words. You know, it's not the length of prayer that matters to God but it's the faith that is exercised in our heart, the faith that we have in God's ability to come through. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. I call this little micro-teaching a prayer minute, but it's not even a minute long. It might be five, six seconds long. A prayer moment. God is not impressed with the length we pray, but the faith we have in him. Sometimes I feel that we feel like, well, we don't have time to pray. You know, I'm running late this morning, or I I, I don't have like an hour to set aside, a half hour. Look at this story. In just almost a millisecond, a life was changed because of faith expressed in a very succinct way. Again, not the length. In fact, Jesus talks about this in the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus tells us how to pray. Quoting Jesus, and when you pray, do not keep babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. I'd like for us tonight to put these principles into action. And let this amazing story and the characteristics of this prayer guide us as we pray. Tonight, could you with us step into the moment of opportunity to pray? We're going to pray about personal needs that we have. We're going to pray about needs that we're aware of with friends and family, others in our, in our life. And we're going to pray for our world. We're going to pray for our nation. We're going to pray for those that are serving with us as global impact partners. We're gonna pray though according to Acts 3 to have absolute faith in God that all things are possible for him, that nothing is too difficult for him. So let faith rise in our hearts because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the same power that resurrected Christ from the dead is the same power that is available working in and through his people today. And that we would pray in the name of Jesus and that we would state what we need from the Lord in just a few words, remembering that it's faith that moves the heart of God.